Hi, this is Anthony Airedale, host of Kids in Cars, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for a four-month-old, Zaley Fryer, white female, 2 foot 11, 12 pounds, brown eyes, brown hair. Zaley was last seen on May 1st, 2011. She has a brown birthmark on her right leg and went missing from Millersville, Tennessee. If you know of Zaley's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Zaley Fryer, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. Thank you. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now here's your host, Maddie Rose. Thank you. Welcome to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game, of course. And right now we're going to have our usual interview. But here today we have Shannon Campbell, who is very into fashion, of course. And not only this, but she is, in fact, a freelance fashion publicist and fashion show coordinator, a freelance wardrobe stylist, and a contributing fashion stylist. I definitely don't want to give too much away before we actually get the chance to talk to her and interview her. So without further ado, how are you doing today, Shannon? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, well, thank you for coming on. So, okay, to get started, what would you say is your education background for fashion? I went to school in New York for um, for fashion at the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York. Awesome. So what kind of, what was your experience being and going to that school? Well, I think it all started when I was in high school. I spent more time the night before school in the morning, um, night before school, instead of doing my homework, I would always decide what I was going to wear to go to school the next day. Mm-hmm. And I would spend hours doing that um, instead of doing homework. So, at the, And then people would say, do you throw your clothes away after you wear them? You never wear the same thing twice. I would always um, just never, like, I would always accessorize and change things up and never wear, duplicate the same look. And I didn't realize at the time that that was a wardrobe stylist. Yeah, and you were kind of just excited once you found out, probably. I just loved to do it so much, and, and I never realized it could be my career and what I was going to do when I got when I grew up so at the time it was just fun for me yeah of course so I mean like when you were going to college your experience and kind of like the mindset of pursuing your career for yourself what exactly did you feel like once you actually officially discovered that what you were intended to do um Basically, I remember growing up, my dad always said to wake up in the morning and do a job that you love so it won't even be like work. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I feel like when I'm doing a shoot or when I'm doing a show or I'm in, in that genre, that area, it's just I love it so much that to me I could just be there forever and it's not like work. That's awesome. So, you know, as a stylist, where and when did you begin your career, like doing this officially? And maybe not technically, I would say professionally, but once you actually started styling. Well, I would say probably when I went to FIT, um, they had a million internships available. And they had just a classroom full of books 
to decide, you know, all these different interns and mm-hmm. internships that you had to interview for. And for me, um, there was one for VH1 Music Channel. And mm-hmm. this was the time when they still had VJs and videos. <laughs> now wow. it's all reality <laughs> shows. Um, but at the time, it was when I know myself, I would watch it all the time or that or MTV. So I was really interested in that, and I applied for it, went for the interview, and um, I got the job. I worked at VH1 and um, got to dress the VJs, got to be on the show a couple times. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I was like, wow, I can't believe this is happening. This is so cool. Yeah, of course. That sounds awesome. So why did you ever consider becoming a stylist? What was your motivation that kind of moved you per- to pursue this pursue this specific career for yourself well because like I said earlier for me when I'm putting clothes together and Mm -hmm. and shopping and and dressing someone it's not work it's fun it's it's what I'm most passionate about and what I'm so good at that I that I love of course so how long have you been a stylist probably my whole life (laughs) Um, but technically, I know here in Arizona, when I first moved here, um, I worked in the buying office at Dillard's and mm-hmm. Women's Shoes. Um, I did go to school for buying and merchandising. Mm-hmm. I thought at the time when I was going to school that I would get to go to fashion shows all over the world and go to Paris. And um, at the end of the day, it's not as glamorous as it seemed. Um, it was a lot of crunching numbers, doing a lot of Excel spreadsheets. And at the end of the day, it really wasn't what I wanted to do. So um, I decided, you know, how much I loved working at VH1 as a stylist. I thought, well, it's time to get back into it. And then that's when I decided I'm just going to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting any younger. (laughs) (laughs) If I don't do it now, I don't want to grow up and regret that I never did that. So Yeah, great. So just for clarification for everyone, what exactly is your career? What exactly does your career entail? That's a good question. Um, I get that a lot, especially from my guy friends. They have no idea what I do. They just think I get to work with pretty models all day. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of them are lined up a lot to, to ask if they can come along and be my assistants, Mm -hmm. especially on the bathing suit shoots. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Basically, when you're looking at a magazine and you see a fashion spread, the Mm -hmm. model doesn't just show up with those amazing clothes and jewelry and handbags. Somebody really has to think about, okay, what's the concept for this? You know, what does my my client want? What are the trends right now? What's going to look good on this person? You mm-hmm. know, what accessories are going to look right with this this outfit? So essentially, that's what I do. So there's a lot to there's it. There's so much to it. It's not nearly as glamorous as it seems by any means. Yeah, that's totally understandable. So I get that completely. So. Anyways, um, what type of work are you currently doing as a stylist? Well, I've got a lot of projects going on right now. Um, In addition to my styling, I do produce a lot of fashion shows. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the company USAA. It's a a large insurance company. Oh, I think so, One of their corporate offices is here, and they hired me to do a huge fashion show for their Christmas party coming up in December. (laughs) So, um, and they are expecting about 3,000 people to attend. Oh, my goodness. So I got to hire, I got a budget and got to hire models and um, I get to pick out all the clothes and and Mm. 
do all that for that. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So what types of situations do you get to style somebody with clothing? Is it um, just like a modeling shoot for like one set person or is it more for companies and businesses? You know, I I do anything, basically. Um, I do anything from personal shopping to um, my favorite thing to do is magazine spreads. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, And I told you when we were talking earlier that um, last year I had an amazing opportunity that I got to work with Italian Vogue. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, I, they they happened to be doing a shoot here in the Antelope Canyons, and the fashion editor um, was just contacting some photographers and said, hey, do you know a stylist that would love to assist me on this shoot? So fortunately... Um, my friend that he contacted <laughs> referred me, and um, that was just probably one of the most amazing experiences, especially being a stylist. Um, at, at the time, um, the fashion editor just got done styling the second Sex in the City movie, so he's pretty big time in the business. His name is da- Danny Santiago. Oh, I've heard of him before. That's awesome. So that must have been a great experience, because if you think about it, it's like Italian Vogue. That's a pretty big name. That's pretty much an, on the wardrobe stylist list of things to do. Bucket list. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I just can't even, still can't even believe um, that happened. And when I got the magazine, um, his, his, his agent sent me a copy in the mail. And to see the finished spread with the words Italian Vogue on it, um, it just was very surreal to me. So I just kind of want to keep going in that direction and keep doing more exciting things like that yeah I totally understand that of course so um how did you get to where you are today like what is your current status what you would say as a fashion stylist well I think the the biggest thing for me is that it was something that I've always wanted to do and a lot of people um you know those kind of jobs like being an actor or being a model or or something like like what I do, a lot mm-hmm. of people are like, oh, it's just, you know, do it for fun. And I know my parents especially were worried because a lot of a lot of it's doing stuff for free when you're first started. Um, but for me, I just know in my mind, like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do when I grow up. And I'm just hard work, determination, don't let anything get in your way. Mm-hmm. And speaking of, like, your parents and stuff, like, were you kind of pursuing um, – a career as a stylist um did anybody else in your family have that type of interest or was it more your my great-grandmother was a seamstress so oh, wow. she so <laughs> she was in the fashion industry um my my grandmother on my dad's side was an art teacher so and my grandmother um she was in the, you know very creative as well so I do definitely have that in my family but nobody was ever a quote-unquote stylist <laughs> yes of course so um did you ever watch your grandmother do certain things with clothing or like make clothing yeah my great-grandmother I, I definitely watched her sew many things hats and different dresses and things like that yeah what was your kind of um, mindset or kind of feelings about when she was doing were you interested in it or did you think it was odd like how did you feel about that um, I was always interested in it mm-hmm. and um, I thought wow that's so, so cool that she does that maybe I could do that someday that's awesome well um, Shannon we have some more questions for you but um, let's take a break for now I'm Maddie Rose keep it right here you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. 
Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support Surprise you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m., whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game. And we're going to continue our very special interview with Shannon that we have here today. And if you're just tuning in now, if you don't know about Shannon, Shannon is very into fashion. And we just covered that kind of in the first segment where we talked about her background a little bit and, you know, her current status as a stylist and you know how she got there but now we're going to kind of get into what she really does and stuff so I'm really excited about that so Shannon what would you say is the best perk about being a stylist probably I get to shop for a living that's a good answer and um (laughs) you know there's times when I'll it's called clothing pull when you go to um for a shoot a lot of times you don't have to buy the clothes but um a department store or a boutique um will let you use their clothing and then the, in addition they'll get free advertising so say i go to barney's and um pull amazing different designers um there's times that i've been in there and probably dropped about 54 grand <laughs> on clothing then i get to take it to the shoot Um, This is another hard part of the job, though. A lot of times models don't realize how much the garment costs, don't really care. I'll be looking for something that they had on. It'll be on the floor in a little ball. So, um, you know, it's my responsibility um, to take care of it. So 
Um, you know, that's I, I call myself the clothes Nazi <laughs> when I'm on a shoot. I'm like, wait a minute, where is that? What are you doing with that? Mm-hmm. But uh, mostly, the you know, the agency people I work with in town, I work with Ford and the agency Arizona, and they're amazing. They're trained really well. They know how to take care of the clothes. So that's usually not not an issue. Um, but it's just it's just really great. Um, I don't get the opportunity to, to shop like that for myself. So when I get to do the clothing pulls and get some amazing, amazing clothes, it's a lot of fun. Of course, it's like almost buying for yourself, but then seeing it on another person. So it's like, well, I kind of styled that. So it's even better, right? And the and the best thing too is is when, well, it's hard now though because a lot of magazines are online today. Oh yeah, now. But when there is actually a paper magazine and it comes out, it's so awesome to see your job, your work, and your name. If you get a microscope out and and look and see, there's my name in the credits. Yeah, (laughs) but it's really it's. It's great to see see your name in there. I know, especially when like they have when you do the shoots and stuff, and then the models when they take the pictures and they just blow up the pictures, and that's really the main spot. But then you see your little credits right there. But then it's like if you think about it, even though you're in the credits, probably people are wondering like who exactly styled it or right, how did or who they the hair and makeup people were, yeah. or who was the photographer, or where did they shoot it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's just, there's a lot of people involved. And another thing too, I don't think people realize is you're looking at that one photo mm-hmm. that might've taken an hour to get that one photo. I know there's photographers that sometimes they probably take 500 pictures of that one shot. And it's amazing to see, um, you know, the client or mm-hmm. the editor, what was in their mind and what they're thinking. And it might've not been the shot that I thought was going they were going to pick, but it's always amazing to see the final layout when it comes out. Yeah, I know. And being behind or, you know, being in front of the camera and stuff like that, it's basically, you don't under, some people don't really get that <laughs> when the photographer setting up the lighting correctly and they'll spend like three hours on lighting just for lighting and it's just moving it like a micro step but it makes a big difference it makes a huge difference people people don't understand that and also too you really need every element there in the photo you need the the best hair and makeup team mm-hmm. the best model the best stylist the best lighting and photographer if one of those pieces are missing you're gonna have a horrible shoot i know a couple weeks ago i did a shoot and um it's wedding season now oh yeah so a lot of um the the awesome makeup artists that i work with they're booked a lot on weddings Mm -hmm. so um we had to use a a makeup artist that we don't normally use and unfortunately um didn't do a very good job and the pictures came out horrible yeah so i mean just because of that one element was missing and none of us can use them for our books so Mm -hmm. it was unfortunate yeah that's understandable though because it's like you kind of need every piece you do and people don't understand that though I know and then usually some people it's like once you make a good contact with somebody you're always going to go back to them and it's kind of unfortunate when you can't use them as a service sometimes well I know myself there's there's photographers now that I know are amazing and and hair and makeup people that that I just love to work with and if they're on board and they're on the team, I know it's going to be great. Yeah, of So course. I'm a little spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and we're talking with Shannon. So on another note, what would you say is the most difficult part about being a stylist, like the most difficult aspect? Because, you know, it's fun and you get to do so much, but 
sometimes people don't really understand how much there is to it. So what would you say is most difficult? I would say for the most part, it's probably the the pay. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times, because it is such a, looked at as such a glamorous job and such a fun job, a lot of people don't want to pay you to do it. Mm-hmm. They think, oh, well, you're going to get your name on it, so just do it for free. And um, in, in this town, too, it's not the most fashion. Fashion mm-hmm. is not in New York or L.A. by fashion any forward. means. forward. Right. <laughs> so I think it's hard because I work so hard um, doing a shoot, but a lot of times you have to work for free. Yeah. And that's changed a lot now that I've been doing this um, and I've really built my name and, and what I'm doing, and now I'm pretty much not doing anything for free anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you want to start out, you really have to, to do it. You just have to. Mm-hmm. Kind of donate gonna, your work. and Right. You kind of pound the pavement, so to say. Mm-hmm. And that totally makes sense, though, because obviously you're not just going to burst into the industry thinking that everybody will know you and then establish your kind of talent and work that you do so you kind of have to like introduce what you do you definitely have to pay your dues Mm -hmm. so what was your kind of experience you know breaking into the fashion industry and kind of you know creating your name as a stylist well I think here I know I worked with a a really great photographer and a good friend his name is Mark Morgan Mm -hmm. and um this is when I first started styling in Arizona and he didn't know me and I didn't even have any work to show him because it had been so long from New York and he kind of just gave me a shot and so every weekend I'd take my creative shoes and clothes and go to a studio and just really kind of it was a big learning for myself as well if you looked at some of the stuff I did back then to see what I do now it's really come around but (laughs) um, it's just pretty much keep keep going for it keep keep learning you know keep moving on and you know it's people like that that gave me a chance um you know and then and then kind of by word of mouth people you know you you meet this hair and makeup people and this t- model and people refer you and the next thing you know you're you're just doing it you're yeah. working so it's great that's awesome so what is something that you wish people would understand about working in the fashion industry because of course they don't really get to see they don't really get to see all the behind the scenes work that you do but more likely they'll look at a picture and be like oh wow so glamorous so well i think it's that that fact it is not as glamorous as it seems mm-hmm. um there are a lot of really petty people in the industry People aren't always very nice. Um, people will talk about you, um, make up stories. Um, I, I really am not into any drama or at all. I just stay out of it. Um, even if I have an opinion about somebody, I just keep it to myself. But I think a lot of people just kind of talk about each other and say mean things. And it's too small of a town. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessary. I just want, I think we should all be friends. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so for Everybody y- should get along. I know. That would make the world a better place almost it would honestly for every aspect of life it would so um for you what does a typical work day look like for you as a stylist because of course you do there's a lot to it like you said previously so what would you do okay so say I get um a photographer contacts me Hey Shannon, we want to do this. We got, you know, I got booked to do this spread for this magazine. Would you like to do it? Mm-hmm. You know, sure. What's the concept? 
So the photographer will usually send me pictures of what they're looking for. You know, then, you know, him and I will decide who's the model, who's going to be our team. Mm -hmm. Once that's ironed out, we kind of get the the business stuff out of the way. Then it's really to get get my shopping list, so to say, my grocery list. Yeah. (laughs) And I also, I need to decide, well, am I going to, you know, where am I going to pull from? What stores is going to be right for this particular Mm -hmm. spread so then I contact my my people in different places and say hey I'm doing this spread you know I have to make my appointments Mm -hmm. Um, so then that's another thing too is people don't understand it's a lot of running around it's a lot of dragging things Um, I never leave home without my rolling rack in my car it's always (laughs) in there it's retractable so put it together put it you know take it in and out so I'm always running around with my rolling rack. So you can be going from this place to this place to this place to this place. You'd be going to like 10 different places for, mm-hmm. for a shoot. Then when you get to the shoot, you probably don't even use half of it. That's the hard thing too. Uh-huh. But for me, if someone says, okay, we're going to do four looks, I'm not going to bring four outfits. Gonna I'm going to bring like 40. Yeah. <laughs> because you don't know how it's going to look on the model. You don't know, what, you know, the photographer, when you get there, he might not have that same outfit in mind that you had so you just need to have as many options as possible yeah that sounds like great advice so Shannon of course we have more questions for you so I'm excited because I think people would like to know you know everything about what you do so um for now um if you'd like to email the show, you can send it to voiceamericakids at yahoo.com. You can make sure you mention my name, Maddie Rose. Mention the name of the show, The Fame Game. Tell us something or ask questions that we can mention or answer on the air. But for now, let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal. And then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes, they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, 
crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game. And right now we're talking with Shannon, like we were, of course, for the last two segments. But um, we're just interviewing her and we're talking about fashion and what's the greatest things about it, what's maybe the things that we don't really realize behind the scenes and what not about that. But so far we're finding out some really great information that we really didn't know about stylists, in fact. So, um, Shannon, we were just actually talking about what a typical work day looks like for you. So kind of one of my questions that I have for you is that all the shoots that you've done, um, is there things that there are in common with all those shoots? Are they kind of all the same or is there more of a different aspect to each and every one of the jobs? Well, I think, I mean, I do anything from this, I'm just looking at the last few months, I've done a music video, I've done mag- magazine editorial spreads, I've done personal shopping. Um, I think that for me as a stylist is the thing that I need to keep in mind is I really have to look at my um, my client or, or who, who am I working for. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to listen to them and what they have in mind, not exactly what's my goal in mind or what, what I think looks good on them, but I have to go for my my job. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody in the music video, the guy that I dressed, it's going to be different than the bride shoot that I yes, did. Yes, of course. So um, pr- probably the thing that's uniform throughout is that I'm always um, responsible for the clothes, and at the end of the day, um, I have to take care of them, make sure I'm taking them back all in, in one good shape or else I'm responsible and I have yeah. to buy them. So, Yeah, so sometimes the clothes aren't the cheapest. Sometimes. No, they're not. They're not so. Yeah. Do you have some favorite um, stores that you like to shop out for, shop out for certain shoots or some shoots that you've been going to the same place for? Yeah, you know, that's funny you say that, but there is a lot of places that I love to go, and it's also, too, about the relationship I have with the people that work there. Of course. <laughs> so when I get to go pull from them, I know I'm going to see the same people. Now, Dillard's, since I started, has been amazing. They'll let me take whatever I want. Dillard's is great because they've got very common pieces. Um, you know, they have some high-end things, but also some moderate as well. So I can pretty much go there whenever I need to. Um, I work part-time at a boutique at the Scottsdale Quarter called Alon Style. Mm-hmm. And Lisa Culla, she's the owner, and she's got some amazing clothing. So if you ever... Um, needed a new place to check out you should definitely check it out it's in the Scottsdale quarter Mm -hmm. um she buys a lot of her stuff from Miami and LA and New York and a lot of the stuff that you find there you can't find out anywhere else in town Mm -hmm. I I find myself more of a boutique shopper Mm -hmm. these days because who wants to go to you know Macy's or Neiman or Nordstrom and buy a designer outfit and then you go out and someone has the same exact thing that's true. Um, and a big, huge thing that people that know me laugh, um, I love shopping at my sister's closet. 
Oh, that that's totally and understandable. And this top that I have on right now, these jeans, I think everything that I buy is is from my sister's closet. Now, and the great thing too is that a lot of it you think, oh, it's it's um, secondhand clothing. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times um, there's still tags on the clothing, which you can buy a great piece that's mm-hmm. brand new and get it for a great price. Mm-hmm. And then one of the big reasons why I love to shop there, though, is that you're going to find one thing in there, and it's not five other things. It's one of a kind. No one else is going to have it. And it's very unique. And the bad thing is, is that it's a block and a half from my house. So every time when I'm on my way home from somewhere, oh, let me stop by and see. $100, $200 later every time, I end up getting some great clothes from my sister's closet. But Yeah. Well, that's totally understandable because sometimes people don't think if you walk in, yeah, they see it as secondhand clothing. Right. But when you walk into the actual place and let's say that you find like this designer gown, which is possible. It is very possible and there. It, yeah. And it because it's possible because you really don't know what you're going to find there. It could be like a $300 dress and you could get it for 20 almost $30, maybe even less, depending on how they price it. But they can find some really good deals for maybe something that's one of a kind, something that's a good price and good quality. Exactly. And my thing has always been, too, my kind of tagline, it's it's not about the label, it's about a look. Mm -hmm. Um, You could look like you're wearing Chanel or, or, you know, top, top designer name, you know, and you don't have to spend $5,000. You can look amazing for a much more affordable price. Oh, yeah, of course. Especially in this economy. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and we're talking with Shannon right now. So, I mean, that's just really amazing that you brought that up because that's kind of what I was thinking as well. So, if you had to say, since we're talking about shoots and kind of looks and, you know, everything a stylist does pretty much, what would you say would have to be the most unique shoot that you've ever kind of worked with? Well, one time we uh, made this guy, his name is Shimian Maddox, um, and he's actually a model and a stylist Mm -hmm. right now, but um, we made him, we turned him into Grace Jones. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) It was so much fun. I put him in like five foot heels, I put him in all these girl clothes, um, and he was just such a great sport about it. Um, the pictures turned out amazing. And then for me, too, I'm an artist as well, so I got to make a lot of masks and a lot of different things. Um, If you look at my website, it's, um, can I say my website? www.shannonmcampbell.com in the costume section, and you can see it. I think Um, I saw that, actually. And it actually ended up getting published in an Australian magazine called Culture Magazine. Oh, my goodness. How exciting. (laughs) It was really cool. But, uh, see, for me, um, as a stylist, this is another thing. I don't want to take an outfit off the rack and put it on someone and Mm -hmm. say you're styled. For me, I like to look at it as an art piece and making it my own. So Mm -hmm. I like to do maybe a necklace and use it as a belt or um, a belt and cutting it and making it into a cuff mm-hmm. or making certain pieces. Um, I know an editor that I worked with in the past said that he sees me as more of a costume designer, mm-hmm. which, you know, you make your own things. And um, and I actually wanted to go to school in the beginning as, as a fashion designer, but mm-hmm. um, I didn't think I was good enough to be a designer. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, but that's totally understandable, and it does sound like a unique thing that – you know, stylists could run into, 
you know, on those. But, you know, I love that you mentioned that you're kind of an artist more than just a stylist because, you know, it's not just like you can take something off of the rack and be like, okay, you're done. It's I like, just think it adds a, as a more interesting element to the pictures. And also for me, it makes it more my own. Mm-hmm. I'm not just, like I said, taking it off the rack and putting it on someone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm making it into something a little more interesting and exciting. Yeah, so, um, you know, being an artist, like you mentioned, do you use a lot of the things that you create in your shoot sometimes? I or? always, whenever I can, I always love to whenever I can. If there's any opportunity for me to make something and to, to put it into a shoot, I will do it without a doubt. Awesome. So, you know, speaking of shoots and who you've worked with, have you worked with any big stars yet? Or um... Um, I've actually worked with the band Yes. You're mm-hmm. way too young. Producer is saying yes, <laughs> yes. Um, they're um, probably one of the most famous rock bands of all times. Mm-hmm. So I got to work with them, which was amazing. And um, a photographer by the name of Robert Knight, who's mm-hmm. shot everyone from Jimi Hendrix to Elton John... Um, and I got to work with him on that shoot. Um, and then fortunately, um, you know, we had a really great rapport. We got along great. His wife is also a famous photographer. So awesome. I work with her. Um, her name is Marianne Billum, and they're based in Vegas. So now at least once or twice a month I get to travel to Vegas and work with Marianne. And she's shot everybody from the Go-Go's to um, Cindy Lauper to wow. Carlos Santana. So now her and I are doing a lot of image development for up-and-coming bands and musicians. Um, we worked with Susie McNeil, who's a, who's a big star in Canada. Um, we worked with another girl that's up-and-coming. Um, her name is Jasmine Ponchalot. Awesome. And then also a band from England that's repped by the same band as the, or the same manager as the Sick Puppies, and they're called The Feud. So awesome. hopefully these are some big names that, you know, are going to be pretty big next year, and those are people that we've worked with. So Yeah, well, that's so exciting that you got to work with them, though. That must have been an amazing experience for it you. Really, really. Um, sometimes I have to pinch myself and say, Am I, is this really happening? Yeah, that's awesome, though. So, you know, styling so much, where do you get all this inspiration from? Um, I think myself, it's I'm, I'm constantly on the Internet Googling um, just researching, looking at blogs, looking at, uh, you know, I'll sit down on a Saturday afternoon and go to a Barnes and Nobles and just sit there all day and mm-hmm. look. And I love European magazines. I love to, to go, you know, look at magazine El Japan and, you know, just all different, you know, not only, you know, in the U- U.S., but other fashion cultures um, all over the world. Awesome. So, Shannon, I have a few more questions for you, if that's all right. Absolutely. I'm having (laughs) such a great time talking to you. Oh, me too. But before we continue any more of the interview, I think it's time for a break. So let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. 
Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Maddie Rose. This is the Fame Game. And we're going to continue and kind of finish up this interview with Shannon, which I wish we didn't have to end. I know. Me too. I'm having so much fun talking to you. I know. And it's so great, the information that you're giving us, because I feel like the viewers now have a better background on stylists. And and kind of the fashion thing. I mean, people, like we were talking about, a lot of people don't understand or don't get mm-hmm. it. And don't really want to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad. They have to hear about it. I know. So, um, Shannon, what trends do you vision to be big in the year of 2012 right now? You know, there's so much different trends for, like, fall fashion, spring fashion, all these different seasons. And right now we're getting more into fall fashions and all these different patterns and colors and what works best. So what are you kind of visioning for the year of 2012? Anything new? I know that that, um, a lot 
lot of the trends right now, or especially coming up in the winter, you're going to see tons of stripes. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And also lots of faux fur. Fur? Fur everywhere. Vest and shoes and, and jackets. Mm-hmm. Everything. Fur, fur, fur everywhere. I know. Especially now, fur, they can use it in so many ways now. You can literally make it into a bracelet, a headband, a necklace, exactly. anything. It's like you could make it into a shirt, a jacket. You could put on... Anything you want. I know. It's like on boots now. They're getting really... They're huge on boots. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was looking at one of my blogs the other day doing some research for for a shoot um, I was noticing that the the ankle boots the high boots any kind of size of the yeah. boots you can imagine there was just fur everywhere I know it's great though so I think and then I think a big word we need to put in there to be um, correct to the PETA people is the faux fur don't mm-hmm. want to use any real fur yeah faux so it's fake, obviously. Exactly. Which is great for the environment. Exactly. Thank you very much. We want to be conscious, friendly to the environment and to the PETA people. We don't want anyone mad. Yeah. So definitely. So um, who is your personal favorite designer out there? I mean, there is so many to choose from because there's just unlimited amounts of, like, styles of how they like to style people and, you know, what is their really traditional what they really do so you know who do you think is best or well my personal favorite all time because I feel that the clothing are timeless is Chanel Chanel mm-hmm. and I know um, a place I pull a lot is at Ford Robert or not Ford Robert Black Robert Black's vintage clothing company in Old Town it's called Fashion by Robert Black mm-hmm. and it's amazing every time I go in there um, there's so many they they have so many amazing pieces from Chanel and they could be from the 40s the 50s but I feel like it never goes out of out of style it's always it's timeless that's awesome so um you know, I think that's really great that you mentioned Chanel and stuff because I'm kind of familiar with her as well. Like, I got to walk um, on the Walk of Fame uh-huh. um, in Hollywood once, and on Sunset Boulevard, they have all those different boutiques, and they had a Chanel boutique. Yeah, and it's very pricey, um, but just to, to look at them. I like to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it would be nice to be able to buy all of that, but it's it's just... She's just, it's just, they have amazing pieces. Everything from from purses to the earrings to sweaters to dresses, Mm -hmm. the shoes, everything. I know. So how does one ultimately succeed in this type of career and, you know, the fashion industry in general? Well, um, like I was saying earlier, I think it's all about um, working very hard. Definitely... Being friends with everyone, um, not talking about anybody, um, just just putting your good foot forward, being a good person, doing a great job when you're on set. Hopefully, these people will remember you and love working with you, and they'll they'll book you over and over again. Awesome. So, um, Shannon, I have to say, what do you think is the best piece of advice that you can give to somebody contemplating about starting a career in styling? Well. Um, just so they know, it's it's going to take a lot of hard work. And mm-hmm. like we were talking about earlier, you're not just going to wake up and be a stylist. Yes. You're really going to have to pound the, pound the pavement. You're going to have to do a lot of work for free. But if it's something you love and are passionate about it, like myself, don't let anything get in your way and go for it. That's awesome advice. I definitely think that we'll use that. So, Shannon, I know that... Um, 
we're going to wrap this up with, you know, your contact information. How can people contact you? Check out the work that you can do. But before we actually get to that, um, why don't you explain to us a little bit about your involvement right now in the Arizona Foothills? Um, actually, they have a contest going on right now. It's called the Best of the Valley. Mm-hmm. And um, if you go to ArizonaFoothills.com and go to the Best of section, I'm in the shopping section for Best Stylist. I'm actually nominated for as to be one of the Best Stylists um, in the Valley. So hopefully the viewers can click on that, and um, hopefully they liked what they heard about me and want to know some more, and hopefully you can vote. You can vote every day until the end of November. Awesome. Okay, so Shannon, what is your website so people can, you know, look at your work and just find out more about you? It's www.shannonmarie.campbell.com. I wanted to do Shannon Campbell, but somebody took it. So that's what the M is for. And I didn't want to do something cheesy like um, Shannon Styles or, you know, I don't know. Just wardrobe, random. Like something random. But I figured, you know what? It's me. It's, it's my name. So I might as well use my name for my website. Awesome. So you guys... Um, you can check out her website, and then basically, um, if you like what you see, you can go to ArizonaFoothills.com, the best of section, and then, of course, as she said, the designers section for the stylist. Shopping. And shopping, yeah, yeah, for the stylist, and then you can vote for her, and then hopefully Yay, we'll wish her so luck much. for that. But, Shannon, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time out to um, come on. Thanks so much for having me. It was such a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, thanks. Okay, so what are we going to do now? Okay, well, of course, as we usually have the song of the week, which we're obviously going to continue that little tradition. So um, the one song that I'm going to be playing today is Just Call You Mine, and it's by Martina McBride, and this song was released two years ago, but I haven't really seen many, many, many people very, um, you know, aware of the song and stuff, but I think it's a great little song. It's upbeat, slow, a very good mixture of beats and whatnot, but I just wanted to dedicate this to everybody for all the support they've given me. So thank you guys so much for joining us. You've been listening to The Fame Game right here on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'll see you guys next week. To make sure I'm not in a dream That's how it seems I close my eyes And breathe in the sweetest moments I've ever known It feels like home And here I am Yeah.
on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. This is VoiceAmericaKids.com. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.